WVOW Local News, now. West Virginia Economic Development Authority voted unanimously to allow electronics manufacturer LG to open three locations in the Mountain State. I'm Aaron Stone. Described as a strategic initiative to grow new business ventures in West Virginia, the state's Economic Development Authority authorized $54 million to bring LG to West Virginia. Officials say the vote specified the location as Kanawha, Monongalia, and Jefferson counties, but there is a stipulation that they could be located anywhere. LG is a multinational company making electronics, chemicals, household appliances, and telecommunications products. LG CEO William Cho says this is a transformation announcement for his company. Transform ourselves into smart life solution company. And as part of this transformation, we are actively pursuing uh, the business opportunities in emerging industries. Along with the 275 Jobs Investment Fund is in development to invest $700 million in the state to grow the businesses over the next five years. Governor Justice announced the LG projects Wednesday at the Cultural Center. Validation. That's what we're talking about here. I mean, really and truly. You know, it started... It started with a dream. It started really and truly with us having to believe in ourselves. The project is also anticipated to be the start of an innovation corridor through the Appalachian region. This is WVOW. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. West Virginia State Police planning to conduct a sobriety checkpoint the next hour. That checkpoint will take place between 6 o'clock at midnight on West Virginia Route 73. According to a press release from the Logan Detachment of State Police, an alternate checkpoint has been designated at Deskin's Edition. Checkpoint's primary focus is DUI enforcement. However, police will be checking for all driving infractions. A woman is dead from a motor vehicle accident involving her passenger van and a coal truck in Logan County. 82-year-old Ellen Kardish of Whitman died from injuries she sustained in that crash Wednesday morning on Holden Road. Cora Volunteer Fire Department says the crash happened between the Cora and Shamrock bridges of Holden Road Wednesday morning around 6 o'clock. According to the Logan Sheriff's Department, her minivan was traveling west on Holden Road, lost control of the vehicle on black ice. Van collided with the rear wheel of an unloaded tractor-trailer traveling in the opposite direction. Cora and Vernonville Fire Departments responded to the scene, and that section of Holden Road was closed for some time Wednesday morning, but was eventually reopened, but closed once again Wednesday evening. However, this time, the closure last night in memory of those who've perished recently due to a number of vehicle accidents in the last week. Justice Christian Church... Pastor Caleb McDonald conducted a prayer and candlelight vigil for family and friends. Last week, 21-year-old David Trammell was killed in the early morning hours of December 26th on that same stretch of highway at Shamrock. 72-year-old Eddie Lee Bailey of Mount Gay charged with DUI causing death in that crash. Another crash in Boone County on New Year's Eve claimed the life of 17-year-old Chapmanville Regional High School student Maya Adkins. Her sister, 
23-year-old Brandy May Adkins has been charged with DUI causing her death. All clear is the word at the state capitol building in Frankfort, Kentucky. It's following an alleged bomb threat Wednesday. I'm Aaron Stone. The building was evacuated after the Secretary of State's office received an emailed bomb threat Wednesday morning. But Kentucky wasn't alone with the threats. State capitals across the nation faced evacuations in the face of anonymous bomb threats. In the morning hours of Wednesday, government offices in Kentucky, Georgia, Mississippi, Connecticut, Michigan, and Montana all received the emails alleging bombs planted in each state's capitol buildings. Full evacuation orders were issued while law enforcement agencies investigated the allegations. No signs of explosives were found, and many of the affected capitals were promptly reopened. Wednesday's incidents follow a recent pattern of false reports being made to police that result in SWAT teams being dispatched to homes of numerous lawmakers and their families over the holidays. It's an illegal practice known as swatting. No connections have been established between individual cases and no clear motive has been uncovered. Investigations on the threats are still ongoing. This is WVOW. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. So it looks like kind of quiet here. We see these little snow showers tapering off. High temperatures today will be in the mid and upper 30s, falling back down to a low around 20. For Friday, we're going to go with some sun. We'll be in the mid 40s. Then we bring in that winter system, a wintry mix changing over to rain Saturday early and our high temperature around 40. Most of us just going to have some wet roads during the day Saturday. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Thursday edition of the show, Jermaine Lucier from Gizmodo.com drops by in the 3 o'clock hour. Kathy Matea, the host of Mountain Stage, will be here at 4. Amy Smith on the financial markets at 5. Kevin Kinder on the Mountaineers and more at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. WVOW. 